Sorry, I'm going to wait for this to bubble down before <laughs> I say things. Is that your pet? Is that yeah, your Dr. it's my Pepper? Dr. Pepper. you off guard you have food in your mouth i'm sorry i froze some blueberries i wasn't paying attention you eat them frozen mm-hmm. do you not have sensitive teeth what's that like i never had sensitive teeth i used to chew ice when i had an ice maker i know that you used to chew ice erica i called you anemic for like four years <laughs> yeah i remember that yeah because you're anemic i'm not anemic i just like things frozen. that's what it that's what it's it nice means if you chew ice or it means okay, I just well, like cold things. Well, that's weird. Um, have you not noticed yeah, that I, I never drink hot drinks? I mean, neither do I, but I still have sensitive teeth. My teeth aren't sensitive. Okay, well, that's some uh, privilege that you need to check at the door right now. I'm going to be eating all of the frozen things, and I will only increase the amount of frozen things I eat on this podcast non-sensitive teeth privilege i can't believe it Lindsay. i don't even drink things like lukewarm they have to be ice cold okay well that's wild because like room temperature water quenches your thirst better so Ew. it does i hate room temp water it tastes it's, gross it tastes fine water doesn't taste like anything shut the fuck up you know that's false no whatever whatever i hate warm water i like cold things oh can i dedicate this episode yeah, it's your episode. I would like to dedicate it to trans women, because J.K. Rowling's being a real piece of shit on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, fuck her. She's the worst. Trans women, we love you, we support you. J.K. Rowling, go get fucked. Like, get out of here. J.K. Rowling, give yourself some turf bangs and log off. I think she had turf bangs for a while. She probably did. It's been staring us right in the face. <laughs> Do you want to guess what we're talking about today? I'm not even going to give you any hints. Just guess. Are we talking about something that just might exist? We are talking about something that just might exist. So I'm totally correct. You crushed it. And that's the end of the podcast. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Um, so I guess this thing technically does. You know what? No, we can't prove that this thing exists because they can't find the body so it does just might exist and you're correct um so we're gonna be talking about the montauk monster oh yeah what? so i was <laughs> so i was reading the curse biology facts it's oh i don't remember the tumblr url but i'll post it in the thing and they referenced the montauk monster and i was like what the hecky? I've never heard of it. So then I did some research, and I've decided that we're going to talk about it. You po- you've posted some cursed biology facts on that meme page. <laughs> the meme page called Things That You Can't Help But Read in Erica Noor's Voice? Yep. If you would like to join, Noelle, um, I'm the mod, so I'll accept you. No. Yes, Noelle, do it. Uh, what was I talking about? The monster. Oh, yeah. So do you, would you like to hazard a guess about anything about the Montauk monster? I don't want to guess anything. So on July 29th, 
2008, Gawker ran a piece called Dead Monster Washes Ashore in Montauk. Accompanying it. Mm. <laughs> That's a weird company name. <coughs> accompanying, um, accompanying the 87 word paragraph was an image of the corpse of a monster, a hairless quadruped with what appears to be a beak. Extremely alien looking. Do you want to see it? Yes. Okay. But right now, all I can think of is like the ancient Greek scholar drama. Like, oh, ew. Not what I was thinking at all. Yeah. It's gross. It they, is like, not pluck a... a chicken and they're like, behold, a man. Okay, so that's why I said quadruped. Because that joke is a featherless biped. Whatever. Get your Play-Doh memes right. I don't care. Um, I don't know it's if that science. was Play-Doh. I guess that's technically science. It's like biology-ish. According to a tipster, I just like the word tipster, a government animal testing facility very close by in Long Island could have been responsible for the body, but it could also be from another world. Let's explore. So the monster itself washed ashore in Ditch Plains, New York, near Montauk on July 12th of 2008. Jenna Hewitt was part of the group who first spotted the creature and is quoted as saying, We were looking for a place to sit when we saw some people looking at something. We didn't know what it was. We joked that maybe it was something from Plum Island. Plum Island Animal Disease Center of New York is a federal research facility which is creepy. They like mostly do like animal testing and making, I don't know, like testing how to cure diseases in animals. But it's not known specifically for creating uh, monsters like that we saw. Okay. Um, but according to Wikipedia, it did develop anti-animal bioweapons, which is, I think, upsetting in a different way. Maybe I don't like that. being optimistic, obviously we can't be too optimistic with our government, but like maybe it was things like bear mace. Probably not. Yes. I don't, but, I don't think mace is a, I wouldn't describe that as a bioweapon. Oh yeah, that's more of a chemical This weapon. seems, yeah, this seems like weaponized uh, rabies or something. And this was in the 50s, so there were fewer rules about oh. testing. So oh, there were there, no fucking rules, let's be real. There's probably bears with eight legs in that facility. Yeah. In the days following July 12th, when this thingy was first spotted, the hype kind of increased and increased and increased. These girls got on like a local public access news center, news program, I guess, not a center. That got picked up and then for about two weeks it was just kind of a local legend and then it got picked up by national media outlets. So in the two, this is where it kind of gets tricky because in the two weeks they had infinite time to hide a body get rid of it however they wanted um either the girls or uh the like local government they the one article i read places a lot of like shame on the girls it's like they had two weeks to hide the body and it's like what what are they gonna do with the body <laughs> i feel like most people when they find like an, a random animal carcass washed up on the beach don't even want to touch it yeah like a lot of them, it's like, oh, they were just looking for profit. They wanted to sell these pictures. And I'm like, well, how? they didn't know that this was going to make any money. And I don't think the one of the girls' fathers was quoted as saying that they did not make any money off of this. So I think these girls are innocent. So, But by the time the sources like the Huffington Post and Newsday went to Long Island to see for themselves, anyone who actually saw it said it was moved to an undisclosed residence and it was just skull and bones. Um, Jenna Hewitt, who was the girl who had seen it originally, and her friends also became difficult to locate and question. 
Um, the last location of the monster was said to be rotting in the woods in the backyard of a guy who was declined to be identified. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Another article that I saw was that Eric Olson, a surfer and a real estate agent who told um, a local media a outlet that he... Combo. I know, right? <laughs> That he removed the carcass and left it to decompose on his friend's property so he could preserve the bones and give it to a fashion photographer for an art project. A lot of words in that sentence. I didn't expect most of those words to be put together in that way. I mean, when it starts off with surfer and real estate agent, there's really no telling where this sentence is going to go. Yeah. I was assuming either to a house or the ocean, but... Yeah. But apparently the writer of this piece in The Observer, whose name is Ellen Killoran, she said that neither the fashion photographer nor the reported owner of the property um, have responded to a request for an interview. So could have made it up. Possible. So after that, there was like kind of a big boom about it when it got picked up by Gawker and Huffington Post. Um, and then it kind of faded away. But several other Montauk monsters have been spotted um, in the following years. Most recently, there was a strange carcass seen at Wolf's Pond Park in Prince's Bay on Staten Island in June of 2019. But that one is 100% a raccoon. It just looks like a raccoon. Oh, that's a little disappointing, but, just, but okay. It's, I mean, I can show it to you, but it's it's mm, pretty clearly a I'm raccoon. I'm okay not seeing dead things, but thank you. Yeah, I understand. Um, so would you like to hear some theories? I would love some theories. Cool. Um, first theory is, so uh, this is a list of theories that I got from MontaukMonster.com, a website developed and run by Nikki Papers, um, that is still kept up for the most part. Um, he posts updates, they, I don't know, post updates, um, whenever new ones wash up, news, Hmm. stuff like that. So these are theories and debunk mints. So one theory is that it's a raccoon, although from the picture, the legs appear to be too long in proportion to the body, which, okay, I don't really know what a raccoon looks like. Um, It also could have been a sea turtle, but sea turtles do not have teeth, and also there's not a shell on it, and I don't think turtles can't come out of the shell. No, it's like part of their spine. Yeah. um, Some sort of rodent, number one, looks, wait, I don't want to know what rodent that is. It's too big. Apparently, they have two huge curved incisor teeth. It's the type of rodent okay. that lives in the trash heaps in New Jersey. A dog or another canine, but it has a prominent eye ridge and the feet don't match. Yeah, the feet are like, they don't look like paws. And another one is that it's a viral marketing campaign. What? Which like, so apparently it could have been a marketing campaign for Cloverfield Two, which I guess was a movie that was coming out in 2008, or the Cartoon Network show Cryptids Are Real, which is something I'm going to find on the internet because I want to watch that. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either, but um, from what I could tell, neither of those outlets have confirmed it as such. And I feel like especially if it was Cloverfield 2, there would have been a lot more of them. Yeah. And like, in more it wouldn't have got in more places and it wouldn't have gotten picked up like several weeks after it was first spotted. Yeah, because they would have sent people. Yeah. Be like, oh my god, um, what's this? But Erica. Lindsay. I have some unfortunate news for you. Oh. What is it? The Montauk monster was proven to be a partially decomposed raccoon. So it's a hoax. 
What, do they like fucking, do they shave it? Well, I think if it's in the ocean for some amount of time, I feel like the hair would just kind of fall off, especially if it's getting like rubbed up on the beach and like in the sun. I guess. But like, what about the tail? Well, I guess like there are still bones, but bones are, okay, never mind. I don't know. I mean, I think there's bones in the tail. Like the skin is still on it. I don't want to see it again. No, I'm looking at it. It does kind of look shaved, but I don't know how decomposition works. So it's possible that the hair goes first and then the rest of it. I firmly believe that Jenny Hewitt and her friends did not mislead the public intentionally. So I feel like hoax is a misnomer. But on the cryptid wiki, it's listed as a Fiji mermaid. The repeat monsters that have been found, I think, are either just like intentionally misidentified as a monster or are hoaxes. We've got back-to-back hoax weeks. I know. But additionally, Lauren Coleman, who is the director of the International Cryptozoology Museum in Portland, Maine, he was called in to uh, check it out. And he later said in a blog post that it's definitely a raccoon. But he, he was skeptical that it was a real cryptid because it was found on his birthday and he thought people were playing a prank on him, which is kind of a sad thing. Well, he said in the article, it's like, it said, like, I guess a lot of people send him, like, cards and stuff on his birthday. Aww. So it's like, it's wholesome that he gets a lot of attention on his birthday, but it's also like, why would somebody play a prank on you on your birthday? Yeah, that's just mean. Yeah. That's pretty much all I have about it. There's a really, really interesting article from The Observer about the writer just, like, trying to get to the bottom of it. It's a retrospective from 2018, so it's, like, 10 years later. Okay. And it's just, like really well written and it's kind of like putting it into a larger context so i guess some people saw it as an omen that montauk wouldn't be the like cutesy beach town that it was i never been there so cannot speak to that but but that's really all i have on the montauk monster i need to stop doing short episodes i feel like i always pick short ones but this was really interesting and it was a cool thing to research yeah i mean i don't really think it matters if it's i don't think it matters if it's like a short episode or a long episode as long as you like what you're talking about all of our episodes are kind of short by comparison to some of the others that are, like, two hours long. That's very true. I listen to a lot of very long podcasts. Yeah. So this is, like, bite-sized. This is, I'm eating lunch and want to listen to a podcast. Not, yeah. I'm doing work for three hours and want to listen to a podcast. So my sources for this week were The True Story of the Montauk Monster by Ellen Killoran, Montauk Monster on Staten Island. We share some thoughts from Staten Island Live by Cassie Summer. The Gawker article called Dead Monster Washes Ashore in Montauk by Richard Lawson. Wikipedia page for the Montauk Monster. The Cryptid Wikia for the Montauk Monster. And MontauKMonster.com managed by Nikki Papers. Nice. Thank you, Lindsay. You're welcome. Also, Nikki Papers is just such a very good, like, New York name. Yes. He's Nikki Papers. He wants some coffee and he's walking here. So you think more of like extra, extra, read all about it. Not that I can do any read accent. Read all about everywhere. it. Yeah. There's a monster in Montauk. Fight me. I wasn't making fun of you. Oh, I was making fun of me in my head. So I just kind of projected it onto <laughs> okay. you. Okay. Rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Um, do you have any onions about this grody boy? I think this boy's real grody. Yeah, the picture is kind of upsetting. Yeah, I hope the Montauk monster got to live with the trash it probably loved so much in life. I hope so, too. I believe that he lived a full life. Hopefully he wasn't being tested uh, on how to use anti-animal bioweapons. That would be very sad. I would be upset. That would be very, very sad. So, Lindsay, 
if people want to find us, how can they do that? Well, there's two options. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr at Just Might Exist, um, or you can wait for us to wash up on your local beach. We will be alive. Don't worry. Um, but we I, might just pop up there and you can chat. I think you should speak for yourself with the being alive part. Well, yeah, we'll see I'm just what gonna, happens, like, actually. repossess my body as I get there. So I'll be dead for a little while, but I'll come back. Don't worry. Wouldn't that be the dream? Just to kind of, like... Be dead for a little while? Yeah, just kick it in the ocean. <laughs> and then when you walk, when you get onto your shore, just, like, Ugh. Listen, my dream is to be non-corporeal. That's all I want. If someone can make that happen for me, I'll DM you my address. I need to learn how to astral project and just leave my human form behind. Yes. Oh my god, Um, that could be our next, like, next time we see each other, we'll do that. We'll astral project together. Yes. Well, we'll learn how to do it, like, together in the same place. And then we can do that when we're far away. Oh my gosh, and then we can hang out on the astral plane. Yes! I love that. You guys, That's so good. once we learn how to do this, you can also find us on the astral plane. <laughs> um, and then you can also send any of your cryptid, alien, spooky, ghost, any fun stories to justmightexistpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, Lindsay. You're welcome. Um, and I have one final question for you that I hope you know what it is. I don't know what that question could possibly be. Erica, what is the cryptid of the week? Teeth that aren't sensitive, apparently. That's a callback. That's what we call a callback in the biz. <laughs>